I'm actually gonna leave the first main point to the end, the little uh, the little sprinkle on top, the surprise if you will. It's the most obvious in my opinion and kind of tightens the whole package up, but we're gonna leave that to, that to last. She goes shoes off. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. We are at, I believe, episode 245 today, and today we are called How to List a Home for Sale. It's going to be very acutely real estate focused today, and I'm going to go through the highlights. I'm speaking to the sellers today, uh, highlighting what I do, but more importantly, the expectation nowadays in this world of technology, so much of it, what should be being done for you uh, when listing your home for sale. As we know, everything is very expensive now. There's a lot of money on the line, both for sales price, achieving the highest, always, in always, and cost of commission, uh, even though that price hasn't changed in decades, it's still based on sale price and it's expensive as we know. And we always wanna make sure you are working with the finest realtors. No realtor is built the same and that your agent has a grasp on what they're doing, why, and what the best way to do it is, and that it is listing your home and getting it out there for the world to see so you get top dollar, top terms, top everything, and that's it. So let's get into it. This is gonna be similar to a conversation that I would have if we were working together, if you were Mr. or Mrs. Seller and I was me, and we're having a quiet fireside chat about listing and what should be done. So the goal of all of this is pre-qualifying the buyer. So we want to have everything I'm about to discuss out in the world and seen by the potential buyer before calling me, your agent, and booking a private showing to come in and view the home. Stepping into the home used to be, back when I started, way back when, the first step of the process. Now, in my mind, it's the last step. We have enough tools that we can use if we're gonna use them properly, which I, of course, do, put out there in the world that they can see all aspects of the home and coming in and standing in the home, touching the home, feeling the home one-to-one -one is now the last step. So the goal of all this is pre-qualifying the buyer um, so once they come in, they have no surprises and they are then good to go. We've all heard of the stories, obviously me from other agents, probably more than you, any potential owners, but we booked a showing and they came in and they were there for five seconds and they walked in the front door and they turned around and left. They said it wasn't for them. That should never happen anymore. Absolute worst case scenario. Now we can only do what we can do. We can't make the buyer that we don't know uh, look at something or see something, but we hope that with all the tools that get used and technologies out there, they can see it and or because 99% of people are represented with their own agents now, those agents can put these tools in front of them. So I'm gonna jump into it here. A lot of this is um, base the, with a baseline of a realtor 
a realtor's marketing, I should say, is only as good as their database. So I'm not knocking new agents, I'm not knocking new uh, techs out there selling services, but like I said, and I'm sure uh, you can all agree, no agent is made equal. Uh, everyone has their own experience and time in the business and roadblocks they've overcome to then be able to provide a better, well-rounded service to you. Um, the same with all the technicians that we need. So for example, we're starting here with, I'm actually gonna leave the, the first main point, um, which is not to do with technicians, to the end, the little, uh, the little sprinkle on top, the surprise, if you will. It's the most obvious, in my opinion, and kind of tightens the whole package up, but we're gonna leave that to, that to last. So when we go into the actual technology here, uh, the first thing that everyone thinks is obviously photos. Now, photos can be done with this, hopefully not, um, and photos can also be done by professionals, which is most common now, and professionals of all price points. There's people hitting bottom basement pricing uh, like in any other business, and then you've got the best in the business. So being in the business as long as I have, I have leaned in the, in the, uh, in the direction over the years of trying to get the best people with me on my team to provide the overall service to my clients, the sellers. So we uh, only use kind of tried and true agents, who, agents uh, photographers who truly understand photography in itself it's not coming in and getting rooms it's all about lighting it's all about angles and the variety of all of that stuff you've got regular shoots you've got twilight shoots the best in their craft really and really focusing in on photography in general not just uh, real estate photography in general if that makes sense so uh, these Photos being the first front line of the marketing that typically goes out have to be done by uh, photographers with a history in the market and what I like to do is get obviously the best indoor and outdoor photos daytime and twilight as well as neighborhood so you really want to paint a picture here when you're selling something especially if it's two three four five plus million dollars what are they buying yes they're buying that square footage but they're really buying into the neighborhood so uh, neighborhood photography as well is key. As you can see, I'm going off notes here because I don't want to forget everything, anything. You also hear the photos made it show a lot better than it actually was, uh, so we didn't like it. But what does that say? That says that the photography drew them in. So this definitely happens. That's a good thing. That's a sign of good photography. At least they've been presented to the property and they can, of course, choose to or not to get emotional about the property, but at least they're in it to make that decision. Step number two, video. Um, no longer kind of those static, slow panning, slow music videos. Um, it's boring, it's too slow, and it doesn't excite anyone about the property. What I like to do, as you may have seen, is um, orient the viewers with the property as we go room to room, explaining the highlights, the benefits, the mindset of the sellers, yourselves, why you love this room, why you bought this house, why you love this view, 
why you built this, why you oriented the, the room this way for, uh, for people that have built. So really walking people through the home as you're discussing it with them in person. Again, always remember pre-qualifying. What are we doing here to pre-qualify buyers that aren't here today that we want to call? So we're walking them through the whole thing, highlighting all the key points, and again, video of the surrounding neighborhoods also. People are buying these properties, especially when they get up there, they're, they're buying a lot of it for the neighborhood. So key aspects and amenities, natural and man-made amenities to the areas. We were doing a, a neighborhood uh, tour the other day in Point Grey, for example, and there's three beaches at the north side there. People care about that. People want to be close to that. People know that. The finest schools in Point Grey, as we all know, Lord Bing Secondary School, created yours truly. They want to know these sorts of things. So these are key aspects in the property tours to highlight as well, because that's all part of the buying value proposition that these people are looking for. Now, floor plans. I was in the gym the other day and there's a realtor there. I know he's a realtor. I don't know him personally and I heard him talking to one of his clients. His clients said, do we have a floor plan done yet? And he said, no, we didn't because no one looks at those things. So that was extremely bad in my opinion. Floor plans, again, are absolutely key. I like to do 2D and 3D floor plans. Um, what this does is shows the room measurements of the home and additionally the 3D will show room measurements and furniture placement of the home. So you can really stick in the mind of how does this flow, how does this work, where's the kitchen related to the den, related to the stairs, related to the master. So floor plans are absolutely key and they really help wrap the property up in the eyes of a buyer of, of how does this space work? Because as good as the videos are and as good as I'd like to believe that I'm orienting everyone through these properties on video, the floor plan, if you're looking at it, just definitely helps tie it all together. So 100% mandatory, in my opinion. And if any realtor says otherwise, I highly, highly disagree with them because I think it's just common sense, especially nowadays. Mataport. Um, a Mataport is that link that you can get sent and you can click your way through the home. I believe this is very good for buyers because it's another angle that they can walk themselves real time, their own selves, uh, at the pace of their clicking through the home. But uh, I don't like it in the sense that it's just a link. So you technically have to send the link out to someone, which if we're sending information packages out about properties, we send the link with it. But it's not on a database, for example, like on uh, YouTube or Instagram or something like that, where it's an actual platform. You've just got to send that link out. But what that does is enables people to, again, walk through uh, the home at their own pace and see the relation between the rooms and, and just the whole layout. So another good one there. <clears throat> Unique home brochures. I've got one of those here. So we're not sending out MLS feature sheets at open houses or at private showings. Um, we're sending out essentially these magazines that we like to use, including photos, write-ups, of course the 3D floor plan down here. So something like that really makes your home stand out. And also when people are looking, people have a a lot less time it seems these days. Every year people seem to be busier and so on and so forth. Um, so they're really trying to scrunch tours together I find. So if we've got private showings, oh have you seen anything else today? Yeah we're seeing five, we're seeing six. So when they're out seeing all these properties and the other properties are handing out MLS sheets and you can hand out this or your agent can hand out this, 
um, filled with all the information you need, it's a lot easier for them to remember you, come back to the property here and be kind of reignited with what you're offering. So that's a big one for us as well that I think really, uh, really stands out. So the social media and online presence and promotion additionally is huge. Of course, once we get all the base marketing done, the photos, the video, the floor plans, we can push that out through a variety of places. So gone are the days of if we'll get you on this website and you'll come out, you'll see listings five days before they come out on the rest of the sites. Um, there's a thing called reciprocity. As soon as the listing agents upload the listing to MLS, it gets distributed to all sites. Um, no, even like all the realtors.ca's and all these weird ones like Zillow and Redfin and all this abstract stuff that clients send uh, listings through, but it gets distributed out through all that organically through what we call reciprocity. Additionally to that, obviously we put the marketing on all of the major social networks, all the names that you know, uh, and promote the pushing of those uh, of that information out. So we do paid promotion on all these sites to just push them further. If I've got 2,500 people following me on Instagram, that's great and it can get in front of 2,500, but if I pay, I can get in front of 25,000. So <clears throat> for every listing, of course, we do that as well. If we're gonna do something, you've gotta go all the way. So to maximize all those online presence, the paid promotion that goes that way really, again, gets it in front of more eyes. We're trying to pre-qualify your property in front of more people faster, and this is the best way we can do that with all these uh, organic and then targeted social media and just general real estate websites. So if it's through keyword targeting or geo-targeting, we can get it out there faster that way, and that's what we do with that detail. Staging, staging is a big one. Uh, there's two types of staging. There's real staging, physical staging, bringing in couches and chairs, art and TVs, uh, which is extremely expensive, but extremely, uh, I have no, uh, beneficial, it's not that difficult. It makes a huge difference if you're selling a vacant property, tenant just moved out, or you've just moved out, I highly recommend staging. Uh, we do not pay for that, but it makes a massive difference as it makes the home look like a sales center. Virtual staging is we can make it look like a sales center on paper. So we can get photos virtually staged showing what it could look like if there was furniture. So if you're flipping through MLS, you see empty living room, furnished living room, empty bedroom, furnished bedroom. Um, so it makes a huge difference on paper, and this is a service we will cover uh, if it's necessary, and it gives that pristine first look. Of course, once they walk into the property, it's still vacant, but a lot of people are not uh, happy with the cost of staging. It's a very good business, and um, but I will say that it does work its wonders uh, immensely. It is definitely worth the money, but it's an investment. From there, finally, the secret weapon is, and always will be, price. The pricing of the property will go further in getting you attention than any other aspect I've labeled today. All these other things are there as amplification tools to get what we're offering out to the world faster and further, but the pricing of the property 
and keeping that as close to reality as possible is I believe truly what's gonna get you the most attention, the most buyers that are realistic and credible, and the most people that are going to put pen to paper and try and achieve your listing as their own. By using comparables, actives, solds, terminateds, uh, and expired listings, we come together with a window of pricing. We layer on market environment. Is the market going up? Is the market going down? What are they saying about rates? What is the climate out there right now in the macro economy? What is the climate specifically in the rate economy? What is happening with sales? Were the comps six months ago? Were the comps six days ago? Did the comps sell in multiples? All these things get layered on top. And from that, we create a price window, which is three prices, entry level, you do not need to list it cheaper than X to uh, sell. Market value, this is what we suggest you list at. It's sharp, it's reinforced by all of the data and this is what you will get the most attention on. Or test the market a little bit higher, leaving a little bit of room for negotiation. And if the market is on the uh, up and up, let's say, it's always nice to try and test a little bit higher. Not that listing higher will achieve you more money. Um, the market environment will do that itself. As long as the property has been exposed uh, to the caliber it should, the price is sharp, and the next part, which I'm gonna jump into, is all covered, which is seller's responsibilities, then you're gonna get the money that you deserve either way, if that by chance turns into multiple offers. And not multiple offers, it's worth a million and we listed it at 800, so of course there's 20 offers. Multiple offers, it's worth a million based on all the reinforcing data. We've priced it at 999, so our expectation is clear and on the table and all the marketing has gone out, and it just so happens that we have presented the market with your home perfectly, and that in itself has generated multiple offers, in addition to all the individual circumstances of every potential buyer that we're not gonna know, and they've missed in multiples already, so they're coming to us full steam, yada, yada, yada. So, the last step there is seller's expectations. So. The decluttering of a home is usually number one. Uh, it doesn't need to look like a sales center, but it needs to be as presentable as humanly possible, clean, clear, easy for people to perceive the space. People have a very hard time. There's a two-seated couch there. What does my three-seated couch looks like? I don't know, there's too much stuff in this room. Is it gonna fit? Uh, decluttering is probably the most valuable thing you can do. Second to realizing the home, once it goes online, is now a product on a shelf, just like that pair of shoes at Foot Locker. Uh, you need to allow the home to be exposed to as many people as possible, which means you need to allow as much access and easy access as possible. To say, I can only show the property Tuesday and Thursday from three to five is not gonna serve you best in this whole operation. Uh, the exact same thing with pricing going back. I need to get this number for this reason. Unfortunately, we can try, but if all the reinforcing data isn't there, the market is not gonna care why you wanna sell. Well, if they want my property, they're gonna pay 
there's too much information out there now and too many options for people and they simply will not care, unfortunately, if you are out of line with what makes the most sense. And all this reinforcing data is in the hands of all agents. So if they choose to use it or not is the question. But similar to the last step here, you need to have the home clean and decluttered. You need to have the home accessible at all times, ideally seven days a week. So if John, the buyer who works late, needs to come in at 6 p.m. on a Friday uh, or 8 a.m. On a, on a Saturday, you need to be ready for that. In a nutshell, that is basically it. There are additional nuances based on access to the home, who's showing the home. Obviously, for example, I will show the home. You and I, Mr. Seller, have had the conversations, the nuances, the beliefs that you have in the property, the values that you took on and saw when you bought, and those will be directly conveyed, of course, to the potential buyers that come through. But all of this to be uh, to be wrapped up with, these are all of the technologies at our disposal today. The highest in class for all of these technologies uh, is who we are working with today. Um, so there are no mistakes on any of that. Clarity is always key. The promotion of your, your property is always number one from the marketing side and then from your side listening to the numbers, listening to the market, listening to the climate and pricing accurately, reinforced by the marketing, allowing the access is gonna get you sold as quickly as possible for the highest price possible. Please comment below if you have any questions on any of that. That's a lot of talking, a lot of looking down at notes. I prefer the, the free as we go. But that's in a nutshell, how to list your home for sale today in 2023. I'd love your feedback below. If you think any of these are a waste of time or haven't worked for you, or you wanna have a conversation about any of these in a little bit further depth, we can do that directly through the comment section or through the DMs in the Instagram account. I am Jay McInnes, which I'll see you at next time. Bye-bye.